The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. So today we're diving straight into the word of God. And, you know, we explained that the word of God for us in 2021 is what? It's lifting. 2021 is is our year of lifting. And so shall it be. You know, with all that is going on around us, sometimes you can be discouraged. A lot of people, the past year has been very challenging. For a lot of people, the past year have been, have been very turbulent. And we are like, so what are we going to do next? Oh yeah, everybody's saying, Happy New Year. We are supposed to put, do that with a smile. We are supposed to be excited. But you look at yourself and you're like, but, but pastor, I'm here to say to you today that if you are not dead, it's not done. If you are, you are not dead, you still have breath, God is not done. God is not done with you. Since you are not dead, God is not done. God is not finished. In fact, the fact that you are alive, necessity is placed upon you to fulfill the reason he has kept you alive. Look at the number of people that are literally dying around us in the world. Body bags and body bags and body bags, yet you are here, alive and standing. You are here, alive and standing. A wise man told me in 2020, when I was going through a turbulent time, he said to me, you only know what has happened. You don't know what could have happened. I'm like, wow. It means something else could have happened. (laughs) But think about it. It could have been worse. Whatever challenges you think you are facing. Another wise man said to me in that situation that the death that wants to kill you and removes your cap. He said in Yoruba, you should be grateful. Should be grateful. You see, many times we are fixated. That, oh, this the cap has been lifted, but your head is still intact. Your head is still intact. They came for your head, but they could get the cap. Ah, uh-uh. the God that left the head, we put another cap. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the name of God. And you need to understand this. You know, I'm speaking, you know, when I was praying for this service, I'm, the Holy Spirit was saying to me, you are speaking today as a father over the churches. So I'm speaking to God's favorite house. God's favorite house all over the world, they're joining us, everybody. 
So we welcome God's favorite house here at HQ. Welcome God's favorite house in Cape Town. Welcome God's favorite house in Makassar. Welcome God's favorite house in Calabar. Welcome God's favorite house in Ibejuleki. Welcome God's favorite house Lighthouse. Welcome God's favorite house in Ikeja. Welcome God's favorite house in Costa Rica. Welcome God's favorite house in Canada. Welcome God's favorite house in Dallas. And I'm saying to you, everybody, all of you, by the grace of God, as your spiritual father, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually tickled with that. And I feel God is saying that you are going to speak. Just like at the beginning of 2020, he said to me, you are going to say to the people, God bless, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And I, I was tickled. I said, me? You know? He says, yes, you. You know? So I started saying from, from the beginning of the year, and, you know, the song came out, God bless you, don't keep you. And obviously, it was significant. So today, by the grace of God, I'm speaking to you as your spiritual father. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying, I'm saying, God has left you for a purpose. There is a grand design of you being here. And you have to cooperate with that purpose. God has said, this is your year of lifting. This is your year of lifting. And to lift is, is, is to raise is to elevate, is to move from one level, from a lower level, not just from one level to another, from a lower level to a higher level. So God will lift you mentally in the name of Jesus. Some people, the challenge is that the, their, the level of their mental reasoning is just too low. God will elevate your reasoning. God will elevate your mental capacity. Some people, some of us, I'm saying amen to everything anyway. God is going to lift you up emotionally. A lot of people have been on the ground floor in their emotions. Topsy-turvy. God is taking you higher. God is going to elevate you and lift you up physically. Your health is going to be lifted. Your finances is going to be lifted. God is going to lift you up maritally in the name of Jesus. That would mean you are going to get married for those that, are, that want to get married. That would mean you are going to have peace in your marriage for those that are going through a challenging time. That would mean you are going to have children for those that want children. Psalm 27. Psalm 27. Verse 6 says, And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
God will lift up your head above your enemies. Roundabout. It says, therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yeah, I will sing praises unto the Lord. So, the natural response of your elevation is his praise. The natural response. You see, unfortunately, for some people, the way the response to elevation is pride. God says, the response to elevation is praise, not pride. This year, God is going to lift up your head. Lift up your head above your enemies. Then you are going to sing praises to him. Hallelujah. Psalm 3. Psalm 3. The word of God says in verse 3. Psalm 3 verse 3. It says, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. God will be your glory this year. God will be the lifter up of your head in the name of Jesus. And the converse is the case for God's enemies. Judges 8.28 Judges 8.28 says, Thus was Midian subdued. Everything representing Midian in your life will be subdued. Everything representing Midian in your mind, in your emotions, in your finances, in your marriage, in your home, in your destiny will be subdued will be subdued before you so that they lifted up their heads no more. As God is causing your head to be lifted, God will subdue every median around you in the mighty name of Jesus. And, and that is what God does. God is in the habit of lifting people God enjoys. The Bible says that God humbles himself to look at the things in heaven. Imagine that. He humbles himself to look at the things in heaven. Yet, he considers the lowly. He looks for the lowly. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, and this is so, so beautiful. In verse 8, he says, He lifts the poor from the dust. And the needy from the garbage dump. Do you feel you're in the dust? God is going to lift you up. Do you feel you're in a garbage dump? You are the candidate for lifting. He says, he set them among princes. Placing them in seats of honor. For all the earth is the Lord's. And he has set the world in order. Psalm 113 verse 7. I mean, it, it, Another way of describing it says, the Lord lifts the poor from the dead and takes the helpless from the ashes. When you feel helpless, you are the candidate for lifting. Believe me, this is good news for me because I feel helpless. It means 
I'm the candidate for lifting. Praise God. He seats them with princes. He sees to it. God supervises your elevation. He gives children to the woman who has none. And make her a happy mother. Praise the Lord. That is how God behaves. That is his behavior. God's behavior is to see someone that is low and lift up, lift up, lift up. Listen, my story, classic example. I was helpless. Pastor, I thought you just said you are helpless. Yes, I am helpless for the level God is going to take it. <laughs> but I was helpless for the level he brought me from. Helpless. And God helped me. Put me up. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God will help you. God will pull you up in the mighty name of Jesus. So as we look at the new year, as we consider the new year, there are a few things that you know, are burning in my heart. I mean, things that the Holy Spirit has been ministering to me. You know, I'm going to share five of them with you. They are big. Each one of them is huge. Praise the name of the Lord. You have to know these things so that you will walk in the fullness of what God has for you this 2021 and beyond. The first one is this. And it is you know, countercultural, counterintuitive, if you will. And it's this <laughs> not all addition leads to increase, and not all subtraction leads to decrease. Ayah. You know, God of Sins and Femi, Femi, listen, listen. How many years do you have? Two. Not all addition leads to increase. Not all subtraction leads to decrease. Revelation 3, 7 that we prayed with says, I open a door that no one can shut. I shut a door that no one can open. When God shuts a door, you would think it's a subtraction. You would think it's a loss. God says that it is not a loss. It's not going to lead to decrease. When you take what is not yours, when you take what belongs to God and you add it to yours, God is saying to you, that addition will not lead to increase. It won't. It is a truth that we have to understand in the year of lifting. As God lifts us, don't seek to add things that will not help you. And not everything that is subtracted from you will lead to your downfall, a decrease. In fact, if you ask the farmer, when they prune the plant, the plant becomes more fruitful. So the process of pruning 
is a process of subtraction, but it leads to increase. And many times we hold on to subtractions because we don't like subtractions. And God is saying, not all subtractions lead to decrease. Some subtraction actually lead to what? That's number one. Number two, God doesn't just want to promote you, God's favorite house, in spite of your position, in spite of all your position against you. God doesn't just want to promote you. God wants to promote you in front of your position. Ah. Do you receive that this morning? Psalm 23 verse 5 says, You prepare a table before me. Where? In the presence of my enemies. But, but your enemies, some of them are running from you already. God says that the table will be so long. Let them run to Ghana. The table will reach Ghana. Let them run to... Look, listen. God will not just promote you in spite of them. God will promote you in front of them. Praise the name of the Lord. I mean, I can tell you stories upon stories upon stories of my life where I would have chosen that the enemy dies so that I can have peace. But God will say, this one will live so that they will see what you will become in future. <laughs> you know that, <laughs> that tag, that sticker? May my enemy live long. <laughs> So that they will, become, they will see what I become in future. Listen, many times we are praying for our enemies to die. God says, don't worry. I have something that is worse than death. They will see you promoted. They will see you elevated. <sighs> nothing. Nothing. The enemy can do, can stop your destiny if you don't agree. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because you are indestructible. Praise the name of the Lord. So God doesn't just want to promote you in spite of your opposition. God wants to promote you in front of the opposition. Number three. You cannot be mighty and be petty at the same time. Every time you choose to be petty, you erode your greatness. Every time you walk in the path of greatness, you walk away from pettiness. Every time you choose to be petty, you erode your blessings. I mean, the scripture we read in Genesis 50, verse 20, clearly says to us, this is Joseph speaking to his brothers. He says, you intended to arm me, but God intended it all for good. All for good. He has brought me to this position so he could save many people. So, 
Jacob, um, sorry, Joseph could have been petty. Now, this was, if you, if you follow that, that number one is what? Come on. Not all additions leads to increase. Not all subtractions leads to decrease. God has shown Joseph the fact that you are in the pit today does not mean you will not be in the palace tomorrow. Not all subtraction leads to decrease. The second one is what? So God has said to Joseph, don't worry. Don't pray that your brothers will fall down and die. I'm going to set a table before you and you are going to feed them. And when it came to that time, Joseph's head was lifted up. Your head will be lifted up. You cannot be mighty and petty at the same time. Joseph knew that it was God that lifted him up. He could have been petty. At least say to his brothers, the least, or say, say to them, Oh, it's my turn to show you Pepe. Mm. He said to them, don't worry. I'm, been, I'm here to take care of you. That's how great people do. Petty people will use their resources to frustrate you. Great people will use their resources to promote you. The difference between a great person and a petty person. You cannot be both at the same time. Choose which one you want to be. I know we are social distancing, but please let me ask your neighbor, are you going to be great? Are you going to be mighty? Or are you going to be petty? <laughs> Look at that neighbor you avoided looking at the first time. <laughs> and ask them this question. Are you going to be mighty? <laughs> or are you going to be petty? What's it going to be? I pray you'll be great and mighty. In the name of Jesus. Number four. You know, this year, as God lifts you, you need to focus on people, humility, wisdom. In fact, this Three combos are the keys to, are one of the major keys to your lifting. People. How do you treat people? You need to deliberately build your network. I don't just want to use that word, you know, you know oh, network, network. But build the number of quality people in your life. Remember, not every addition leads to increase. So it's not everybody you add to your circle that will increase you. In fact, so my people in your circle, they, are, they will decrease you. So you need, and it's not every subtraction that leads to decrease. Some people, you need to subtract them. But you need to pay attention to people. The people you do life with. How do you treat people? 
How do you respond to people? People that have done you good, do you do them evil? You do evil to someone that has done you good? They don't need to curse you. The curse is there already. Because if you do evil to someone that has done you good, evil will never depart from your house. How do you treat people? How do you treat people? And this is huge, you see, because sometimes we spend hours in prayer. We want angelic uh, visitation. We want the power. We want this. We want that. But people around you, your promotion is in the people around you. Ask Joseph. He was hanging out with the butler, ex-butler, and ex-baker. They were all prisoners, but he treated them well. If Joseph had not invested in his relationship, he served them with his gifts. He, 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 he poured himself into them. If he had not invested in those relationships, Joseph would never have gone into the palace, even though God has said he's going to be lifted. Joseph needed to treat the people. And you see, the beauty about people is that you never know which person. That's how God does his own thing. You never know who will solve that problem for you. Ah, I can tell you stories and stories and stories of people that, I mean, and I, I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to God for, for the grace he's given me. I don't need to get anything from anybody to be good to people. I serve people with all my heart, even without thinking of getting anything back. However, the people I least expect to stand up for me are the people that stand up for me. The people that I bank on to, they are those that will give you trouble. So just keep loving people. Just keep investing in people. And God will use the right person to speak for you in places you cannot speak for yourself. Praise the name of the Lord. I must say, people, 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 people. <laughs> I can't overemphasize it. In fact, I wish I had enough time to unpack, unpack it further. Maybe as we go on. Humility. It's huge. In the song of Mary that we heard on Christmas Day, Luke 1. Luke 1. The word of God says, in verse 52, he has brought down princes from their thrones, that's God, and he has exalted the humble. God always exalts the humble. This year, you are going to experience divine lifting. A magnet to divine lifting is humility. It's like it attracts divine. Arrogance destroys faster. In fact, God stays away from the arrogant. Did you know that? There's the scriptures. God distances himself. from. And if God distances himself from someone that needs God to lift him up, 
It's a problem. People are arrogant for so many things, so many reasons. You have people that are poor, but they are proud. Say, I may not have money, but I have my ego. Nobody can take my ego from me. Be eating the ego, Waga. Be using it to drink uh, tea in the morning. Pride cannot take you anywhere. I've never seen anyone that rode on the back of arrogance to greatness. God's kind of greatness. Nah. Humility. It's unbelievably so powerful. Then the, the, the third one is wisdom. I must say wisdom. You, you see, it's deeper than knowledge. There's knowledge everywhere. There are people that are knowledgeable. In fact, what will differentiate you from, from the pack is not just because you are competent and knowledgeable, it's because you are wise. Millennials, Gen Z, are very knowledgeable. But when you see a wise millennial and a wise Gen Z, they are usually miles ahead of everybody else. While their peers are priding themselves in their knowledge, they are filled with wisdom. I pray that you will be filled with wisdom in the name of Jesus. And when you see someone that needs to be lifted, it's usually a, a, a problem of people, humility, or wisdom. Take someone that doesn't have a job, for instance. You don't have a job because who are the people you are working with? They can't help you. If there are three poor people and you join them, you'll be the fourth one. I'm not saying you should, be, you should be snobbing people. You know, you've already established that. I'm just saying you need to build networks of people. And it is people. If people that... Okay, we're taking job, for instance. If, if there's nothing like there's no job. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. The problem is not lack of employment. The problem is employability. Because we have people that don't have jobs because they're arrogant. They're proud. So you can't, I can't, I can't take nonsense. <laughs> and, and people that have, they're lacking in people, in humility, or in wisdom. So the problem is not on, on unemployment but on employability. A lot of people, a lot of jobs, there's work everywhere. Everywhere. The person that doesn't have a job because of lack of people, humility, and wisdom, if you eventually give the person a job, the person will lose that job because of lack of people, humility, and wisdom. So, the problem had never been the job. Praise God. Ah. 
Everybody say people. Everybody say humility. Everybody say wisdom. We take that further another time. But let's go on. Number five. Necessary bows for your lifting. There are bows you need to bow so that you can be lifted. That's how it works. That's how it works. This year you will be lifted. Just dive straight into it. Number one, there are two of them I'm going to talk about. Number one, you see, you, I, I prayed. I prayed from my heart. I've shared it before. Lord, give me the grace. You need the grace to stay under the things that God has placed over you so that you can be over the things that God has placed under you. You need the grace to stay under the things that God has placed over you so that you can be over the things that God has placed under you. I see a daughter calling a mother an idiot to her face. It's not a curse. That girl is cursed. Nobody needs to curse the person. Oh, but, but she's just stupid. Oh, really? Your mother? I've seen a son do like this to, her, to his father. Your head is not correct. <laughs> and I'm like, but that's your father. But your pastor, can you see what he's saying? Does it make sense? Does it, you, pastor, look at it. Does it make sense? I'm like, but that is your father. Listen, the fact that we are, we, are, we are modern does not mean we are ruthless. The word of God remains the same in every culture, in every situation. There are things that God has put over you. And he put them over you so that you can be over the things he has put under you. The lifting that is necessary, you need to remain under the things that are over you so that <laughs> you can be over the things that are under you. Need I talk about what wife says to the husband? The wife said to the husband, you're a nikompu. <laughs> I'm like, really? Your head is a figurehead, pastor. Really? <sighs> you will be lifted this year. Say amen. <laughs> and We'll, we'll, we'll pause here. There's just so much. There's so much. And this is, you need to understand that there's someone who is greater than you in whose presence you are in. 
that should lead, if that doesn't lead you to bow your heart and can lead to bowing your head. When you come to, to church or when you come in maybe your private place and, and when I come in to God's presence, I understand that there's someone who is greater than I in whose presence I have come. Once I come to that realization that there's someone greater than I in whose presence I have come, what does that do to you? you no one needs to preach at you to worship. The reason we are in worship and we are chewing gum is because you have not realized that there's someone who is greater than I in whose presence I am in. When we realize that, we bow willingly, effortlessly, we bow.